The following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense... Bad shit happens to everyone. Just get over it. Welcome to Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. I'm Jumbo Big Top. Oh fuck! You can call me Ox Nuts. <laughs> no, I don't think I want to. No, I, uh, yeah, I'm not calling him Jumbo either. Fuck him. <laughs> I think that's what he wants you to do. Yeah, he will be Big Top. All right, I'm Big Top. <laughs> I'm Rex. No just, last name. Just Rex. Rex. That's that's like, what the road gave me. <laughs> that's fair. And. I'm Skeeter Buttreeks. Skeeter Buttreeks. You know a guy named Scooter? Yeah, I know a dude named Scooter. Works at the carnival. A carny? Yeah. Scooter the carny. Carny Asada? No, worked at a carnival. Yeah, always drink too much. Is that even considered work? Apparently, it's a big-time career, because Scooter seemed to think that it was pretty fucking important when we were much younger. Jumbo Big Top. Way younger. Early 20s younger. How old is Scooter now? Um, I would assume Scooter is probably so fucking methed out by now. He's got like chomping with his one tooth in some rest home somewhere. Oh, he's <laughs> the clam ta- shucker. He's not tap yeah. dancing at a stoplight. No, well, uh, well, technically, he still might be actually with the carnival in all actuality. <laughs> I mean, that seems <laughs> he's he's the equipment rigger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good God! Today we see Meth Man, <laughs> also known as Scooter. Was Scooter from Florida? Um, I, you know what? I really don't know where Scooter was from in actuality. I mean, I was more friends with Scooter's younger brother, Mikey. Mikey. Yes. What kind of a fucking parent names their kids Scooter and Mikey? Uh, you're Bad talking ones. to a guy named Skeeter, fucker, so you better check Ooh. yourself. <laughs> How's your brother Mickey doing? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, but, but Mikey and Scooter, they were completely different people, but we were over at Mikey's apartment one night, partying it up pretty heavy, and Skeeter decided that, no, Scooter, Scooter decided that he wanted to be a big shot and bully a couple of, a couple of kids, scare them a little bit, show them what carnies were made of. <laughs> the big top big shot. Yeah, he, uh, he went to the ER that night. Oh my God, what happened? He fell off the first wheel? No, no, he, he laid some hands on me and I did not approve or appreciate it. So Skeeter got a few broken fingers, a dislocated shoulder, a broken jaw. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> was this chiropractic manipulation from the front or the back i was in a seated position and he was standing next to me wow damn he put his hand upon my shoulder and i quickly uh, disapproved and removed it and proceeded to try and forcefully shove it up his ass while banging his face off a fucking table <laughs> So, Scooter went from the tilt of world to the ring toss. Yeah, real quick. Did he win a prize? <laughs> no, but he did try and sue my ass later. He tried to... Somebody named Scooter hired an attorney? <laughs> okay, so I would not say an attorney or anything like that. He just, like, showed up to my house and was going to play badass like I owed him some money. 
and I was going to give him a repeat performance, and he left. <laughs> Does that mean that uh, clown insurance isn't that good? I don't think he was a clown. I think he's the guy who just stood there and he ran like the uh, the scrambler, you know, the spinny thing. That, that, that's so, a, that's a key ride at the uh, fair because. So he just had to be smart enough to press two buttons. Basically, yeah. Did Scooter have a bucket full of sawdust with his name on it? Um, I never, I never seen him work anywhere. Did I mean, had, it just it was all just hearsay, actually. Did he know how to use a toilet, or was he always forced to pee outside? Always outhouse type of things. No indoor plumbing. I like outhouses. You like the double-decker ones, don't you? You gotta get there first. Fucking carnies. I don't like carnivals. I don't like the circus. Like Everybody likes the circus. Who likes... Nobody likes the fucking circus. Clowns like the circus. There's one circus I like, and it's the Psycho Circus. The Psycho Circus? Especially oh. the one by Kiss. Oh, that was their, like, uh, reunion album. Damn good reunion album, too. What's the best song on Psycho Circus? Psycho it, Circus? I was going to say Into the Void. Into the Void. Yeah. Ace Freely, right? I'm not sure. It might be. Fucking circus carnival songs. Yeah. What about you, uh, Skeeter? I gotta go with Welcome to the Show by ICP. ICP? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come <laughs> I, on. I don't think that's the only thing you see. <laughs> ICP. Wow. Yeah. Are you a juggalo? No, no. Are you a gigolo? No, sir. But I wouldn't mind doing some of the, what do they call the women, like gigolettes or something? Like in the makeup and stuff? Gigolette, really? I could be all down with that. Yeah. That makes one of us. I knew this one guy that he had to duck to get into the big tent. He was barely circumcised. <laughs> and oh. so it begins. Oh, my God. What music have you been listening to, Mr. Big Top? I haven't been listening to any music. You know who else isn't listening to any music anymore? Who? Employee number one. Report ID 09506365. Bell Gardens, California. Sounds like a perfect place to have a carnival. Bell Gardens? Yeah. On August 5th, 2013, an employee of the Traveling Carnival was dismantling the Ferris wheel type portable amusement ride. He was wearing a fall protection harness and was tied off on the wheel face about 20 feet from ground level. The employee began removing pins on the inner spreader bars supporting the spokes, referred to as sweeps. Sweeps or spokes. Sweeps or spokes. Sweeps or spokes. Fish are not food. The employee stated in an interview on August 10th, 2013, that it seemed unusually difficult to remove the initial spreader bar retaining pin, and he used a larger pin as a hammer to extract the smaller spreader bar pin. Not a hammer, just the larger pin. Usually when things are harder to do, that means don't do it. Yeah. As soon as the pin came out, a set of five spokes, all connected by their spreader bars, came down. (laughs) Was it the ones he was tied off to? Striking the employee. It was believed that the spreader bar retaining pin on the spoke on spoke five was either dislodged during the hammering or had fallen out at some point prior to the accident. The employee's direct supervisor had been on the ground directing the dismantling of the ride and stated that the employee did not notice anything out of the ordinary until he fell in the fucking dirt (laughs) until the time of the accident. The employee was struck on head, direct quote, and was not responsive. Employee number one was extricated from the ride by the fire department and transported to the medical center after the event. 
He was hospitalized and treated for his injuries. The ride was manufactured by a company from something something, and here, you want to know the name of the ride? This is a treat. Yeah. Skydiver. Serial number 68-12236. It had a permit number we don't care about and a ride number that we don't care about. The Skydiver was a single trailer-mounted portable amusement ride. Surprise, surprise. The drive system was electro-hydraulic, and the braking system was hydraulic using rim-drive tires. Rim-job tire? What? <laughs> you, you tried to squeeze that joke in way too quick. <laughs> the equipment was manufactured in... 1973. 68. Oh, I was going to go 66. Part of the ride had been damaged during the extrication of the employee, and it should be noted that Ride and Tramway Unit revoked the operating permit for the ride at the time of the inspection. <laughs> the employer represented that the Skydiver ride involved in the event had been removed from service permanently and placed in storage. Until, Until next, next year. <laughs> God damn. All right, there was a, there, there was an initial penalty, and the current penalty was not reduced. So, uh, <laughs> what do you think it costs to have Skyrider hit the fucking turf? Six grand. Six thousand dollars for Big Top Pee Wee. No, Skeeter, you're Big Top. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there, uh, PT Barnum? It's a carnival, so you know they don't have much money. So I'm going to go with like $500. $500, okay. Initial and current penalty, $640. See, I told you. That's a wild fucking ride. And they had to finance that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like California? No, not oh. even a little. I, I don't mind it. Colusa, California. Another good place to have a uh, carnival. Yeah. <laughs> Report ID 095062-UNO. Do they speak Spanish in Calusa? I'm pretty sure they do. It's California. All right. Yeah. June 8th, employee number one, a 63-year-old male carnival. (laughs) (laughs) Scooter. (laughs) That's a bad career. A 63-year-old male carnival worker with, I'm not going to say the name of that company, was helping co-worker number one erect signage onto a carnival ride called Starship 2000. Oh, they have those at the uh, local city fair. That's fun. Yeah, wait till you hear this. The word Starship is broken into three framed units, which ride on the back of the ride when the entire ride is folded up for transportation. With the trailer-mounted ride secured at the site, employees number one and co-worker number one climbed up to the top of the unfolded ride and accepted the first letter frame from co-workers on the ground. Employee number one and the co-worker carried the frame to where it was to be installed and clipped onto the ride. I don't know if I want to ride something that was put together with clips. Oh, yeah. That's sketchy. All those rides are sketchy. Well, I mean, it's a carnival. You expect them to be... Yeah. There's, like, no thought through on any of it. Before this could happen, the right foot of employee number one contacted something, and he fell forward, fell headfirst off the ride, landing at the base of the ride. Emergency medical services were summoned, and they transported employee number one to a medical center in Chico, California. I'm pretty sure they speak Spanish in Chico. I've been been to Chico. Employee number one underwent surgery, but the way he landed on the ground resulted in paralysis from the waist down, which was permanent. 
After a stay in the hospital, employee number one was transferred to the Inlo inpatient rehab facility in Chico, where he was to stay for an undetermined length of time. <laughs> so if he goes on the right now and is going, does he just like in his wheelchair just sit there while everyone else is spinning around? I don't think it's nice to make fun of people that this shit happens to. <laughs> Since when? Starship Tripper. Yep. Okay, we got another initial and current penalty that are the same. What do you think it costs for a 63-year-old to take the ride of a lifetime? I still think it's going to be cheaper around the $500 area again. I'm going to go a little higher because there was no mentioning of a harness or anything involved in this one, so he was definitely lacking some PPE. So I'm probably going to say the carnival probably got hit with a little bit stiffer fine. <laughs> was the PPE a jumpsuit? So I'm going to go maybe like $6,000. Would you believe $19,310? For a worthless old fuck? Well, he was not worthless. He, was he worked at a carnival. He was worthless. Wow. I'll tell you what. You can say what you want about these cocksuckers in uh, California, but... I think this accident happened in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Report ID 09506621. Sacramento, California. <laughs> I've seen a trend here. On July 28th, 2010, a carnival ride mechanic was working in California for a company, which was based in Beaverton, Oregon. <laughs> Beaverton. <laughs> He had determined earlier in the day that he would need to return later to the, quote, dragon wagon, end quote, a children's <laughs> roller coaster ride for maintenance. It was parked next to the shagging wagon. Yeah. Someone mixed them up one time, and there was a big lawsuit, and nothing good happened afterwards. Shagging dragon. Dragon hagging? And let it be none of the kids were still on the ride when it happened, so, yeah. Upon returning to the ride the dragon wagon, he waved to the ride's operator and entered the area in the middle of the track via a portable fence. Guess what happened? I'd say the dragon ran his ass over. <laughs> the ride was still in operation when the mechanic arrived, so he waited in the center area until the ride stopped. When the ride stopped, he walked up to one of the cars and horse-fucked it and <laughs> bent down to look for a grease fitting at the base of the car adjacent to the track. Oh. Meanwhile, the ride's operator filled the car with customers. Oh. As the mechanic, employee number one, placed his head between the track and bottom of the car, oh. the ride's operator, employee number fucking idiot, who was not aware of the mechanic's location, started the ride. The ride moved forward, and employee number one was hit in the head by a car. Then, his head struck the track. When the mechanic stepped back from the ride, the operator saw him and stopped the ride. He survived that fucking thing? Emergery. <laughs> Emergery. Emergency personnel arrived and transported him to UC Davis Medical Center. Though he sustained a fracture to the left side of his head. God, I've broken some shit, but I never broke my head. No. No surgery was performed. His right eye was severely swollen as well. He is now working in the carnival as Squid Boy. <laughs> he was released from the hospital several days later. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Again, he's working with carnival folks, so, I mean, what did he expect? Okay, California, California, California. Initial and current penalty, the same again. 
$6,000. Oh, Skeeter's jumping in with six grand. Got to hit one of these times. 300. Rex. 300 for Rex. Would you believe getting wrapped in the head by the dragon wagon? $18,980. Wow. Jesus. Almost 20K to walk around looking like Popeye for the rest of your life. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, I hate dragons. Yeah. Report ID 0950643 Van Nuys. You know where that is? California. California. On August 20th, 2008, employee number one and a co worker were setting up the giant ferric wheel in the carnival. Is it ferric? It's ferric. It's like a Ferris wheel, but it's highly fucking magnetic. Employee number one was putting pins in the sweeps. Hey, what's a sweep? Spoke. A spoke. I didn't know there was going to be a test, though. While standing on the wall. Employee How do you stand on a wall? Yeah. <laughs> Are you like, a fucking spider? Where did the wall come from? <laughs> Employee number one slipped and held on to a sweep. He's sweeping balls. <laughs> to maintain his balance. At that time, another sweep, which was lowered by the co-worker. <laughs> the permanent sweep. <laughs> smacked him in the head. Struck employee number one's left hand fingers. The co-worker lifted the sweep. And employee number one removed his left hand from between the sweeps. Employee number one was taken to the Antelope Valley Hospital. Now, if you're going to take me to a hospital and the choice is antelope or fucking aardvark, I'd rather go to the Dead Cat Hospital, where he was diagnosed <laughs> with a crush injury to his left small finger and left ring finger. Fuck, I'm just hearing this. I could tell it was a crushed injury on his finger. Both fingers were partially amputated. Ooh, Employee number one was put to sweep and hospitalized <laughs> for two days. Gotta hand it to him. Hot hot potato. Van Nuys, California. Okay. Here, now... Although we're in the still in the sunshine state where they got a grizzly bear or a fucking aardvark or something on their flag, the initial penalty was reduced and the current penalty is significantly lower. Let's cut right to the chase. Okay. And bottom dollar. Bottom dollar. Skeeter. Shit. $6,000. $6,000 for a crushed Tootsie. $750. $750. For a crush injury to a small finger and ring finger. That were partially amputated. Two days in the hospital. Initial penalty was $2,475. Oh, man, I am not even fucking close yeah. to that. So I don't know what happened, but uh, at some point somebody said, nah, that's uh, subtract $2,075 and you got her. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe he got like an all-day ride pass and <laughs> reduced the rate. <laughs> I think he was swept off his feet. At the very least, he was swept off his hand. Report ID 0317700, Jersey Shore. Guess where this is? New Jersey. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Oh. On May 14th, 2007, employee number one was changing a fluorescent light bulb on a Nittany folding Ferris wheel at a carnival site. I wonder if it was Ferric. <laughs> Before this, he lost his left hand and he used to play the guitar. His name was Ferric Clapton. <laughs> He was standing on a bar on the left side of the Ferris wheel frame that was approximately... Was it a sweep, perhaps? I don't know. Let him finish the story. He was standing on a bar on the left side of the Ferris wheel frame that was approximately 45 inches above the trailer floor. He was reaching for the fluorescent light fixture that was mounted on an overhead horizontal crossbar when he began to shake. <laughs> 
<laughs> Parkinson's. He then fell into the inside section of the trailer floor. Employee number one was transported by emergency services to the hospital. What do you think happened? 46 inches? Yeah. Fluorescent light bulb. Metal trailer. Zip. Further investigation revealed that employee number one died from a heart attack. Oh. Yeah. I'd say no fines or penalty would ensue then. All right. Skeeter's on board for a goose egg. What do you got there, Rex? 6,000. Initial penalty, 9,250. Nine Current penalty, $4,000. If it was $6,000, I was going to get a punch fucking Rex right in the head. No, this this guy's at work and he throws a clot. Yeah, and, uh, and it's a steep penalty in actuality. Yeah, and this is Pennsylvania, not California. Oh, my bad. It was the damn Pennsylvania Dutch that got him. Yeah. Report ID 0523300. Okay, now this here is in Jackson, Mississippi. Do they say Mississippi or Mississippi? Mississippi. Mississippi, yeah. They don't have enough IQ points to pronounce the entire word. <clears throat> employee number one, a carnival employee, was working underneath a semi-trailer, which was carrying an amusement ride. Employee number one was attempting to provide extra support to the semi-trailer with an additional block and jacks. However, Jack quit, and the blocks apparently sank into the ground, which had been softened by excess rains. The trailer fell on employee number one. Employee number one sustained a broken pelvis, broken ribs, a deflated lung, and a concussion. Was his hand all right? His hand was all right. All right, then it's all good. Keywords, fracture, lung, work rules, caught between, crushed, pelvis, Rib, concussion, trailer, work, surface, and Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. Yeah, mud, sunken mud. mud. Mississippi <laughs> mud. Have you ever had any of that fucking Mississippi mud beer? Yeah, it's terrible. It's fucking horrifying. I was at a gas station the other day, and this guy he had a toupee from 1968. He bought, like, five fucking pints of that shit. Ugh. And he did not look like the kind of guy that would drink Mississippi mud. <laughs> Maybe he was doing it as a gag or a joke. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I had a shitty podcast that did beer reviews. No fines, no penalties. Mississippi. Report ID 09500641. There's been a lot of fives and nines in this episode. Yep. Los Angeles, California. Can you believe it? No, I can't. Back to California. I think the research department got really fucking lazy, just looked up California. Okay, now it's this, always a carnival there. That's now, like all these shit. Now, this didn't happen like at a carnival or a circus per se, but in some kind of cinematic rendering thereof. You want to hear about it? A cinematic rendering of? Thereof. A faux carnival. Faux carnival. All right. Fifi faux carnival? Michelle Foucault carnival. On July 24th, 2010, employee number one, a chief lighting technician of a company I'm not going to say because we're afraid of lawsuits. Industrial Light and Magic. No, it wasn't that. Was working at a location shoot, which was a circus set placed in a parking lot behind a Best Buy on Los <laughs> Feliz Boulevard. <laughs> okay. Around the corner from the Walmart. Yeah, a circus set behind the Best Buy down there on Los Feliz. I mean... When you think of carnival, you think it's some shady place like that. Yeah. Okay. He walked down steps of the gaffer's trailer. Gaffer's trailer? That's like a landing strip, but it goes from north to south, right? I don't know. It's like a trailer full of tape. Oh. Which consisted of six risers and his shoestring caught on the stairs. 
What self-respecting chief lighting technician doesn't wear boots? He twisted his left foot, which caused him to fall to the ground and strike the back of his head. Employee number one did not report the incident to anyone in management or to the set medic. After leaving work, he went to a friend's house where he was horse-fucked and experienced severe headaches. He was transported to the community hospital of Long Beach and then was transferred to Long Beach Memorial Hospital behind the Best Buy on Los Feliz Boulevard, where he was hospitalized for treatment of skull and brain injuries. Okay, here's a little tip-off for you, for those of you paying attention. The employer was cited for failing to report the serious accident within eight hours and for not having stair rails on the stairway to shoestring heaven. Why is that the company's fault when it's the guy that didn't report it? I don't know. Initial penalty and a current penalty are different. Skeeter. Well, it's probably got to be six grand, right? Six grand. Yeah. Rex? Two and a half thousand. Twenty-five hundo. Initial penalty. Just a whisker under six thousand, five thousand six hundred fifty. I'll fucking take it. Current penalty, just a whisker over twenty-five hundred at three thousand one hundred. We're close. Yeah. Winner, winner, <laughs> chicken dinner. Bare minimum. I'm taking you guys to dinner at the goddamn Best Buy. Report ID zero five. Wait a minute. Report ID zero nine five zero six three six. El Monte, South El Monte, California. At approximately 6.15 p.m. on April 30th, 2007, employee number one was hired as an independent contractor as a strap performer. Strap <laughs> <laughs> on performer. Peg had previous strap performing experience. The circus had been set up and was performing two shows every night. Employee wow. number one started to perform his strap show. Wow, I did. No, 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 keep moving. Just, no, keep moving. That takes a lot of stamina from what I've heard. Just keep moving. He raised himself up and down on air and performed different body movements. Keep moving. On air by using two straps to tighten and loosen around his hands, arms, and body. During the body movement, the shackle became disengaged from the hook at the bottom of the heart-shaped attachment. Now, we've had a lot of talk about ups and downs. Yeah, yep, yep. He fell... Approximately 16 feet headfirst to the ground. Employee number one died due to a skull fracture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not the pegging I had in mind. <laughs> no. Okay, we're back in California and the initial and current penalty match. Rex, you want a shot at it or you want me to go first? 6,000. Bastard. 11,000. 6,000 for Rex, 11,000 for Skeeter. For a bad strap-on that turned into a strap-off. $2,000. <laughs> I was really hoping it would be 6000 just to piss oh, him off. That would hurt me. God, $2,000. Those people are going to be strapped for cash. <laughs> Get it? Because they're broke. Like a butthole lineman. God damn, that's exciting shit. I say we go to the California Carnival. I think I'm going to pass yeah, just no, this no. time. You don't like getting arrested. Maybe in Pennsylvania, maybe in Mississippi, but not California. <laughs> the Mud Carnival in Mississippi. The Carnival. <laughs> the old Mud Carnival. <laughs> il, il Carnival de Mud. Cotton candy, corn dogs, amputees. What's not Corn in like? the chocolate. Corn in the chocolate. Yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of carnivals anymore. 
Fuck no. You go to the state fair, there's nothing good about the state fair except that's where the old rock and roll people play. Yeah, even then. Yeah. They're kind of out of practice. Well, that's why they're at the state fair, man. It's fucked. <laughs> you ever see those pigs at the fair? No. The ones that are no, the, selling the tickets? <laughs> yeah. Plugs no. in the gate. No, the ones that are trying to sell you the fucking hot tubs. God damn. Just the idea of all those animals together sweating kind of gives me a boner. Oh. Did I say boner? I meant bonus. You guys want to hear a bonus story? Absolutely. Okay. Venice. Italy, you might say? California. Venice, California. Report ID 09506411. At 12.30 a.m. That's after midnight. Jesus. On March 27th, 2010, employee number one and other workers were participating in a... <laughs> you growling motherfucker. Employee number one and other workers were... Per- Employee number one and other workers were participating in, quote, Martini Night. Nice. I like, I like this carnival already. Martini Night, which is held every other month to give employees an opportunity to get together and exchange ideas. The employer provided the meeting place from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. At approximately 11.30 p.m., a co-worker with a background in the circus in free climbing decided to go out the window and climb down six feet to a 24-inch wide ledge. After approximately 10 minutes of flipping and flopping, employee number one decided to go out the window. According to the co-worker... Now, wait a minute. He already decided. Then 10 minutes later, he decides again? Yep. I mean, he is drunk after all. And it's carnivals. It's martini night. Martini night. Dr. Martini? According to the co-worker, employee number one put himself in a dangerous position. That's (laughs) no shit. That's the expert opinion of co-worker. (laughs) Employee number one fell six feet, hitting the ledge, and falling an additional ten feet to the asphalt surface. (laughs) (laughs) Employee number one, with all of his circus free climbing talent, was taken to a hospital where he later died. Oh, that's too bad. Keywords. (laughs) Alcohol. Building. Fall. Horse fuck. I mean, horse play. Death. Death. No fines, no fees, no penalties. Just the, a nice uh, little story. I think the workers of this podcast here need to have a martini night. But we're already in a basement. We All we can do is fall up. We can just go upstairs. Uh, you know what I heard about martinis? What did you hear? They taste like cum smells. Thank you for joining us for employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. And if you're a carny, I hate you. My name has been... Let me turn the page. This is Jumbo Big Top, a.k.a. Oxnuts. I've been joined by my co-hosts, Rex and Skeeter Buttreeks. Good night. Skeeter the dick beater. <gasps> Rex is about to get wrecked. Ah! Okay, so rumor is we were going to do some sort of a concert. Not a concert. Concert? Contract? A concert. Not a contract. What's... A contest. Contest. There you go. Contest. A giveaway contest. A giveaway contest where the winner wins an employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast t-shirt. It's extra large men's and it's black. And it's good looking. It's good looking. It's pretty damn cool. Svelte. The blood looks realistic as fuck. Well, the blood was real blood. (laughs) And second place is going to win their choice between a, I'll let the other guys tell it, I get bashful. 
You can either get a uh, collage shirt of six different hubcaps, or is it six? I think it's ten. Ten hubcaps. No, maybe it's twelve. Maybe we should do a little Twelve hubcaps or twelve steering wheels. Let's do some research. Do you remember how many hubcaps there were? No, I had forgotten we were going to give away another T-shirt, to be honest with you. This is all news <laughs> to me. He's out, I was Anywhere from 6 week. to 12. All right, we're going to start over. Okay, so uh, one T-shirt has a collage of 12 digital drawings of steering wheels that I did. And if you don't like steering wheels, you can pick the T-shirt that has 12 original hubcaps for the same fucking cars as the steering wheels that I did. I mean... So, it's pretty damn cool, though. Well, I think they're nice, but what do I know? So, winner... you know nothing about carnivals. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You get an industrial accident podcast t-shirt. And for some reason, we have to explain this, that this is, is a real giveaway, but you do have to give us a fucking review for it. Yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts, you got to give us a review. But because we only, like, get one review, we don't get enough reviews to be able to re- read the review. So you need to post a copy of your review on our Facebook page which is employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. We're also on Instagram, too, if you can't find the Facebook one. Yeah, employee one podcast on Instagram. Just employee one podcast. The number one. Yeah, number one. Not lowercase l. Good thing we rehearsed this. Yeah. So, you can win first prize, a branded t-shirt courtesy of this amazing fucking podcast, or the runner-up has to pick between some of my shitty artwork. Steering wheels or hubcaps? When when does this contest end? We will take it until July fifteenth. July fifteenth is the deadline. Ooh, is that us exciting? Are remember it. I'm writing it down. Okay. Oh, okay, Mister. July fifteenth. We will. Is that, I don't even know if that's a Saturday or not. That's just the closest Saturday to that one. <laughs> All right, we're gonna look at a calendar and see where a Saturday is. Good yeah. Christ. So, July eighteenth. July 18th is the cutoff date. Okay, Saturday, July 18th. Post a review, put a copy of your review on Facebook or Instagram. Wait, I was looking at June. Jesus Christ, (laughs) what the fuck? My entire life is in an industrial accident. For real, July 16th is a Saturday. So technically the 15th is Friday, and that's when we podcast on is Friday. So June 15th, July 15th. July 15th. July 15th for sure. Okay, July 15th. We need to do some editing. <laughs> oh, God. Clip your toenails and wipe your ass and buckle up. Because July 15th, which is a Friday. Friday. We are going to do a drawing of the two of you that give us a review and post it either on Facebook or Instagram. And the other person wins the other fucking t-shirt. But you got to put in your preference whether you like hubcaps or steering wheels. And if you uh, sign up on uh, Patreon, you get a uh, employee number one coffee mug. Yeah, coffee mug on Patreon. It's awesome. They're pretty cool looking cups too. But mine's on my desk at work. So everybody that signs up on Patreon gets a coffee mug. The first ten. The first ten. We're gonna go broke, dude. By July fifteenth. Yes. Yes. All right. So July fifteenth. First ten people that sign up for our Patreon. $5 a month with all the exclusive shit you hear that everybody else hears. <laughs> they don't hear the uh, other podcast. Oh, you get the other podcast, the X-rated, dirty, nasty podcast that... Okay, this is very confusing. Yeah. Is there a Reader's Digest condensed version? Send a review to us on uh, Facebook 
or Instagram by July 15th, which is a Friday. And if you sign up for Patreon, the first 10, get a, a coffee mug. Fair enough. I need a beer.